0: Hello and welcome to the Churros Tácticas podcast. This is your host, Keon Sobani. Diego is looking at me on the video. He's kind of disappointed with my intro. Like, what do you want? I got to say. You saw that. I purposely. saw that. Of course I did. I purposely have to not make it that exciting every week so that when I'm actually excited, I have to, I can, I can take it a notch higher. If I max out every week. It just, then you can't go one one level higher when you actually when it counts right in the clutch so i gotta save my Yo, I'm blushing for...
1: a little bit. i forgot that i had my camera on so <laughs> <laughs> but yeah that was weak that was weak sauce
0: i have strategically weak um we just spent about five minutes off air talking about showers and how much i shower how much diego showers. so we should have saved that for the podcast but um we have i guess we'll squeeze in some other talking points the shower topic would have been good for this segment because there's not a whole lot to discuss partly because this is this is the churrosi barcelona podcast and they haven't played this weekend they played tonight (laughs) um so we can discuss that at a future date probably on on friday but so much will pass from monday to friday that i don't will even remember what happens in the barca game tonight um anyways enough rifting from me diego Lorin is here diego how you doing (laughs)
1: What's up, my man? Good, dude. Good. Um, I mean, you saying not a whole lot to talk about, but we were listing all the points that we want to touch, and we've got Spanish national team. We've got the Hazard injury. We've got Zizu talking about the possible return of Cristiano. We've got the Sevilla derby. We've got uh you say no Barca news but there's always news in Barca news and 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 then some so we do have our topics uh lined up for us today so i say we jump in head first because uh yeah we got to kind of blitz through this one it's an awkward day uh packed schedule for both you and i and uh, I just came to realize that, in fact, we are just on a five-hour time difference. You'd think after five, third, five years, three years of recording together that I would be uh, up to date with that. But uh, that was, for some reason, surprising to me that it's only five hours. I thought oh, it was, we were on, on at least six or more, seven, I thought.
0: So it's actually, we had a time change yesterday. So it's four hours now. Mm. And so this is always Holy confusing. Shit. This is always confusing to me especially because... Basically, everyone I operate with uh, uh, everyone I work with operates on uh, on the Eastern time zone, and I'm actually mm. Atlantic. So when I schedule things, it's always Eastern time zone. I'm one hour ahead of Eastern, so I'm always talking about people in Eastern and then scheduling it in Eastern time zone, even though it's not my time zone. And then you know you know me right? You know how bad I am with time zones and calculating the difference and stuff, even though I know <laughs> I, I still get it wrong. So then today I was kind of sweating because I have two podcasts today and I had to factor the time difference and the time changed. And then so I was like really worried that I, I would ultimately get it wrong and I would show up at the wrong time on Skype. But I'm glad it worked out. So, um, yeah, we did it. Yeah, we did it. You know what's funny about the hazard injury? No, it's not funny. Sorry. Sorry. Um, It's actually really sad and tragic. (laughs) It's uh, it's actually very tragic at this point. It's sad. It's not even there's no there's no joke to be made. It's just this is terrible. It's bad. It's been a bad transfer. I was wrong about this. People like I remember when this kind of the injuries first started when he first signed for us. They were asking me like, is this the next Kaka? I was like, no way. You can't compare. Like, let's, let's see how this plays out. Kaka wasn't Kaka in his last season at Milan already had injury issues. Hazard really wasn't on that level. Like this is totally different. This has been a nightmare, though, and uh, yeah, I don't know. He just he's. It's been a disaster. And you know what's yeah. what the ironic thing is? Like the joke we used to make was like "fuck Munier" because he's the one. It all started with his challenge against against us when we played PSG. When Real Madrid were flying and it was Hazard and Isco and Marcelo, Benzema. They were combining so well on the left side, toying with PSG. We're like, all right, this is we got something here. This something is brewing here. And then Munya came in yeah. fucked up Hazard. Hazard hasn't really played since consistently. But now it's not even the same injury. The, it's not the Munye injury anymore. It's a totally different thing. So this is a it's not yeah. it's not a it's, relapse it's, of the same injury. Um yeah. so this I mean is, every time yeah. I
1: feel like every time when he gets injured, I learn of a new muscle group. I'd never heard of this one before. What it's was like this a, one? PSOAS. psa psoas Excuse me, p s o a s, yes, something like that, at least in English, it's Spanish.
0: It's the so ass. Okay. So ass.
1: His the, so ass, his sore ass. His so ass. He's gonna so.
0: The so ass. I'm gonna go Sorry. with so ass. I, joke? Or soas. or something. I think it's so ass. Um Each mm. each of a pair Was of. Was that large, spelling correct? In I don't know what it's in Spanish, but in English it's p s o a s. So is that what you said? Yes, that's what I said. Okay, so. It is, according to Google, each of a pair of large muscles which run from the lumbar spine <clears> through the groin, to... on either side, and with the iliacus flex the hip. A second muscle, the psoas minor, had a sim. I don't know why I'm reading this. This means nothing to me. I don't understand what's happening. <laughs> but it's it's like the groin-ish kind of mm-hmm. area, I think.
1: Right, right, right. That area. Well, it's it's it, listen, man. It it is. You looking at the numbers. Um the fact that he's only managed to play fourteen games this season. It's um you know, it's it's needless to say, is worse than Dembele, I think, at this point. I think everybody would agree. Um the quote that really stood out to me from Zizu's press conference though was when he talked about, you know, I I, I think we'll see the hazard's best, but I don't know if it will be with me on the bench. That kind of, you know, stood out. It almost seemed like he digressed from one topic and just jumped into another one uh, another hot topic these days of course you know the will be taking over Zizu, topic yeah. uh, weekly one but um, but yeah that that one for me and I got these are just you know quotes like uh, uh, headlines really that that jumped out at me I didn't follow the press conference or anything but uh, he did say something that that something was up with Hazard right like something's happening and they can't really put a finger to it
0: yeah so um, it's funny because uh, like three days ago, I don't know if this, mm-hmm. I think this was, must have been before the Elche game. He was asked about Hazard and he said, um, he he said, he had that quote where he was like, it, we have to endure and we have to be patient with him, but when he plays, when he, he actually gets back, he's going to play like a motherfucker. That's what he said. And that was okay. like one of the headline quotes from that press conference. And now, a few days later... Um, totally different tone. I think it's like a dejected tone. Like, you know, I, obviously nobody, Hazard and like this is not easy for any of these guys. And, you know, Hazard himself, I'm, yeah. I'm sure, is going through hell right now, like with all yeah. of this, right? no <laughs> doubt. No um, doubt. So, you know, other interesting things, I guess, where he was also asked about the medical department and he said, I don't think there's a problem. We have very competent people here who are close to the players every day. And we are trying to find out what is happening with the injured players. There are things that happen in football. We have spoken about the preseason, about the number of games, and things up here in the head as well, which influences it a lot. Eden had not had much luck since he arrived in Madrid. And, um, and, yeah, so.
1: What do you do at this point, Kian, if you're Florentino Perez? Do you count your losses and try to sell them off over the summer to make room for younger, healthier players? Or do you try to stick it out one more year?
0: I think if you have a buyer, you you take that. You take that. But I don't think there is a buyer. That's the problem. Right? Can you right. name of one team that could afford him? That would need him. I can't.
1: I mean, I, I don't know what what is his what what wage is he on? I, mean, I would imagine ten plus, right? Ten, twelve, maybe.
0: Um, Or 8? Is it 8? I don't know. I have to look at it. I'll look it up in a sec. He's on 13 million euros and Mm. that's basically not that far away from like a Gareth Bale type player. So it's a lot. Um, Yeah. So, but but that's the money thing is one thing. But also who needs Mm. him?
1: Mm. Yeah, yeah. I can't think of
0: anyone who'd be like, oh, we desperately need this guy. Like, Aside the fact that no team should (laughs) even think about this. Mm. because um we you know the it's a it's a huge risk either way, even if he if if he was still like even if he was um if he was needed it's still a risk because of his of his track record in the last couple of years, but i just can't think of like any big team that actually needs a a winger especially someone to play on the left i really can't. Like there, are, I saw some Chelsea fans on on the Twitter timeline today getting excited about let's bring Hazard back, but that's just pure nostalgia and <laughs> and yeah, emotion sure. speaking there, and not probably not logic. So yeah, yeah, it's it's a tough one. It's a good question. I think if you find someone, you take it, but I don't I don't know if you can find someone, which means they probably have to write it, write it through.
1: It's going to be quite a summer. I was just watching um, again, going through the papers before uh, pressing record and uh, speaking with you here on Churros and And uh came across something that Pedro was talking about uh, with regards to the summer. He said it's going to be a very exciting and joyful summer for madridistas.
0: Oh. And so uh um, wow. Could
1: couldn't, couldn't couldn't quite understand from what angle he was approaching this from whether it is the return of Bale and 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 company <laughs> or uh <laughs> Or What I mean, like what what is in store? It's it's I feel and and this goes for Barca as well I feel like so much has to be fixed before we can seriously talk about newcomers like new new players coming in and um, And you know, we're just talking about hazard now like the, the difficulty of be to offload players like him players like Felipe Coutinho Even Antoine Griezmann for that matter. Although of those three obviously he would be the easiest sale Um but you know, before we can talk about players coming in, how do you deal with the momentous problems of players earning ginormous wages that cost even just an unthinkable amount of money? Um, before you know, lighting off the firecrackers and saying, this summer, baby, we're gonna pop it off because guess who's coming to town?" I mean, you know, it beats me what he's talking about. I have a vague inclination, obviously, the 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 sorts of hopium he's trying to sell, but I think for good reason he didn't name any names because he's probably also aware that uh that a lot of things need to be sorted out before any players will come in.
0: So those guys and I don't look I hate I I just may be calling it for what it is. Those guys are like this is from what i know and i from what i understand they're just they're just receiving texts from florentino in the club and they'll just mm. put out whatever they're told right so right. with somebody with one of those guys it's always like okay every game it has we have to Push the agenda of that Riemer getting fucked by the referee every week. So we have to push that agenda. Something as soon as something happens on Twitter, another one is mm-hmm. talking about like, okay, I, I think to me it's a lot of like distractions. Let's just distract people for now. Let's get people excited about something. Sure. What actually happens is 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 obviously much different, and reality is much different. Is it possible that something exciting happens? Sure, I possibly. You know, if there's anyone who can figure it out from a financial perspective and put together some. Miracles and sign some some upgrades. It's probably Florentino, but even like I get right. surprised like sometimes when I see these the links to some of these players. Like even Barcelona, I I saw a link that maybe Sergio Aguero might go there this summer. Yeah, and uh, yeah. and I saw some Barcelona fans getting excited about that, and you know, saying like, okay, well, if we miss out on Holland, this would be a good plan oh. B. Um, hmm. then I'm just like, I I just feel like. <laughs> Ultimately, I don't, I don't, we none of us really know what's going to happen this summer, but we know the situation. So we like the, the financial books are public. Like some people say, like, we don't really know the financial situation. Yes, we do. Like, those aren't, those aren't exactly private. Like, we can see all that stuff. It's not, it's not looking great for almost anyone, especially Real Madrid or Barcelona, especially Barcelona. Um, but, uh, but someone like Aguero actually might make sense because his contract actually expires this summer. All, all that's, that's the players
1: that are currently linked. Yeah, Kian. All, all those players that are currently linked with the club. Your, you know, your Garcias, your uh, Argueros, um Who else is uh, 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 being talked about in the papers? Um, uh, shit, there was a whole I I mean, mean, I section love dedicated one. the other day. Alaba is another one, although, yeah, I just have my doubts with him, given oh, his, his, you know, ridiculous demands, so I didn't take that one all too serious, mm-hmm. uh, but two or three other players, and the, all of those mentioned, in fact, uh, our friend uh, Phil, Phil Kittrow, um he on Twitter mentioned uh, made a mention to you know the front pages of the Catalan newspapers, sport newspapers uh, with re- uh, with regards to these players, and all of those players, except for Haaland, who also made the cover, would come free. yeah, free, obviously. Uh, meaning no transfer fee, there would be some sort of buying bonus that these players and their agents gets, uh, get when they uh, come without a transfer fee. But Yeah, uh, yeah. that's why it's not fee. actually yes. ever
0: free. I mean, so right. like I have a quick list here. It's like it's just a few names that Goal uh, put together of, of kind of marquee players who are out of contract this summer. Aguero, Alaba, Juan Bernat, Jerome Boateng, Hakan Chalanaglu, Edison Cavani, Mm. Memphis Depay, Angel Di Maria, Julian Draxler, Mm. uh, Mm Donnarumma, Eric Garcia, David Luiz, Musa Marega, Juan Mata, Lionel Messi. Is it this (laughs) summer that his contract expires?
1: (laughs) Yes, man. Yes.
0: (laughs) Milik, uh, Mkhitaryan, Modric, Mustafi, Sergio Ramos, Marcus, Danny Rose, Lucas Vasquez, Wijnaldum, who's another player who's linked to Barcelona. Oh,
1: Wijnaldum is another one. Yeah.
0: Um, None of these most, most of these players aren't actually free unless you're re signing a player already that plays with your club, you know, like somebody like uh, uh, Holland, whose contract doesn't end. It's not, it's not only that you have to pay his transfer fee, you have to pay Raiola fee too. I don't, you know, like we know that ain't cheap, yeah, that ain't cheap so. It's all these issues. Um, t- something that will tie so, it. Into- I, I, yeah. I
1: don't disagree with him. I think it will be an entertaining summer. I just, I, I just don't know. The way he sold it, you know, it was like, okay, get ready because um, big boys come into town. Hopefully for La Liga, for Madrid and Barça, Mbappé and Adam do come this summer. Who knows?
0: Um, we have to remember that Zidane himself. Would you take, is- would you take Neymar?
1: Would you take Neymar now?
0: Uh I feel like we had like a long discussion about this in the summertime.
1: I know, but that was ages ago.
0: I know, but I mean hey the, dis- the discussion is with him is that he is one of the greatest attacking players I've seen this generation. I would love to have him on the left flank. However, we also had a huge discussion about like is right. he already yeah, yeah, past yeah. his peak because of his just getting battered and injured like constantly and I that worries me a little bit. Awesome. Yeah. um we have to remember that Zidane himself was a shitty source remember that time when he was like Bale is not playing today because we're he's on his way to China and then like the next day he like just stayed at Real Madrid for like 10 years (laughs) and he's still a Real Madrid player by the way this is the irony in all this Diego like we mentioned all these names and Hazard Bale like from a analytical statistical perspective attacking output is outperforming every single one of Real Madrid's current players in like, just like with a short burst of like attacking play is like, and, wow. it, and we're not even talking about like Tottenham, this attacking juggernaut, just as like this defensive team who just like gets a few chances every game. And then he's, he scores. Obviously the context is he sometimes he plays Europa league games, but he's also played good against the bigger teams of late. Um, and obviously, we saw Odegaard yesterday. He scored two consecutive games now.
1: Mm, I was in. I, I was at the derby. I mean, I saw uh, what's his name's goal. That was insane. <laughs>
0: uh, oh, Lamela! Yeah, that was in, that was outrageous. Lamela. So, yeah. yeah. Um, so, and, oh, oh, but I have to reiterate what what some Real Madrid fans will say: these players. Mm. It's one thing to cut it at Arsenal. But mm. can, can they cut it at a great club like Real Madrid? Mm. Get out of here. Mm. Just cut it wherever you are. And that's <laughs> what they're doing. So give, let's, let's see if they can cut it because right now nobody's cutting it here. Anyways. Um, La Selección.
1: Wow, what a pod this has been so far. Yeah, let's go to Lucid Theon because I wanted to touch upon the game. I imagine you beat that sub topic to death, and plus you got the Champions League forward uh, to look forward to. But yeah. hey, uh, just my takeaway: what a way to grind out another result, man! Um, comes a weekly Becomes a weekly question, though. Was it a penalty or was it not? Wait, which two.
0: one are we talking about? Because there was two two to discuss.
1: Okay, I, I guess I'm referring to the the remake of Ramos's uh, takedown of of Mo.
0: Oh, so the the potential uh, LJ penalty, you mean?
1: Yeah. Yes.
0: Yeah, I thought that was a penalty. I was really confused as to why it wasn't. I mean, it turns out it worked out for them because they actually scored from the corner that where the foul wasn't called. I thought it was a penalty. Mm-hmm um They called offside, which was the weird call because that it wasn't even offside. And so, that, mm-hmm. to be to be quite honest, I was really confused about that play. It was just confusing because I thought it was a penalty, mm-hmm. and then they just called offside or something.
1: It was a good stop from Tibo as well.
0: Yeah, it was. It was a, like a double save, I think, Leading right? Or maybe it was yeah. one save. Yeah. I can't remember. But. um yeah, I, I thought that was a penalty. I was confused as to why it didn't call. It wasn't called. It worked out for them because they scored on an ensuing corner. Um sure. th- There was also the one where Ramos was pulled in the box, and that was controversial too. And that's the one where the Chiringuito reporters went to Twitter and were like, you know, pushing their thing that Real Madrid is always getting screwed by the referee. So I think but it that, probably that's the one out. I
1: was referring to. That that he got he gets pulled down by his arm.
0: Oh, that is the one you're referring to. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I, th- I thought that was a penalty. Which, that's or... why I,
1: put the remake.
0: I thought there were two no, penalties no. that weren't called—one for Elche, one for Real Madrid.
1: Okay, okay, yeah. okay. But uh, yeah, anyway, I mean, another ground uh, ground out result, uh, non convincing, not a convincing performance, but Correct. the three points to stay within that title race, and and really at this point, I guess that's that's all you want, right? That's all you can, that's all you can hope for, really. I mean, no, I mean. Like what? What is Izu gonna do? Make this team play amazing football? I, I I mean, no, that's that's clear, right? All we, as Madridistas, all, all, I say, we, gosh, uh, all you can hope for is is just to stay in the race, right?
0: Yeah, it doesn't sound very fun. I mean, last season's title run wasn't very fun, if we're being quite honest. Like in the list of like Real Madrid titles that I was like over the moon celebrating, that ranks pretty low. Of, like, yeah. I if I it might rank dead last from all the La Liga titles that I've watched from Real Madrid, probably this was the most that was the least celebratory. Maybe that's the mood of COVID and what's going on in the world and stuff like that, but but also it was just the most unconvincing, uh, and so defensively focused, which is fine. I'm not against okay. good defense, obviously. Um, but from mm-hmm. an attacking perspective, there wasn't much to get excited about. If it kind of goes this way this season, uh, I guess I'll be happy, but I. Certainly, it's not exciting. And I don't think Real will win the title anyway. Mm. Now, our prediction of Atletico winning points. the title, is it... How do you feel about right. that right now? Because they dropped two points again this weekend.
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, I... I... <sighs> I'm excited, man. I'm, I'm. My optimism keeps increasing by the week. Obviously, I have to see what we do tonight against Wesca uh, And uh, before you start huffing and puffing and uh, assuming the the three points will land uh, over at the camp, no. Uh, even you, you have to admit that Barca had have had its ups and downs and its irregular performances. And every time we come off of uh, off the back of a good performance, we kind of take a dip again, right? It's kind of like um, Nah, come on. It's, it's, uh, it's, you don't have, to, you don't have to have a good performance like, uh, against
0: Huesca. You just have to show up and just kick the, some balls sh- around. Sure. Well,
1: you know, it's it's the performance have been so volatile like the the cryptocurrency markets that, you know, you don't know what to expect uh, sometimes. And even if it is just getting those three points in an ugly way, well, we only need to look at Cadiz to see uh, that that's not always the case, right? Uh, this team does sometimes go up against a very closed opposition where they lack ideas creativity motivation God knows what but uh, they don't come away with the three points it's been like that all, all season um, so I don't know what to expect tonight I'm hopeful obviously I think we can close close the gap to four points and if we do <sighs> Man, I'm 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 very excited. I have to say, I I am very optimistic. The the most I have been all season, Keon. This is the most optimistic I've been all season, and it's coming off of a, a, a Champions League elimination. So,
0: <laughs> we'll see. Um, I you know it's you're still six points back. If you if you win tonight, it's only three. Is that did I get that right, or is it is it less? Let me... No, four
1: four. We're we're uh, we're seven points
0: behind now. Okay, so if you win, it's four points back. I mean that's uh, yeah, and you have to play them. Right,
1: We still need to play them. Yeah, at the camp, no. Um, obviously, the Clásico as well still. Uh, I don't know about um, Atletico's schedule, but you know we still need to go through uh, Real Sociedad, which is actually next week. And uh, I think, though, I remember looking at the calendars briefly and looking at, at ours more favorable as opposed to those the calendars of uh, Real Madrid and, and Atletico
0: yeah um let's uh just quickly talk about la selección and then we can i think we can wrap it up yeah then. um
1: wow this has been this is this has this gone by like in a sneeze yeah this because we talk quick.
0: we talk an hour about like the littlest things like we Cheating go info. into too much yes. micro detail i think which is true, fine. True. Um, I don't know if this So it's a
1: it's a surprising list. It's full of surprises this one.
0: Most most Luis Enrique selections are full of surprises. I feel like every time hmm. he puts out a squad I'm like, "Oh, that's uh like if this was let's say if this was Del Bosque, what would the start what would the squad be? It would be like it would be like Sergio Ramos. He would probably still be calling Xavi out of retirement. Iniesta <laughs> would get a run. Plus gets to definitely Xavi Alonso. Yeah, Xavi Alonso, David Villa would still be around. Um so this is he a good can do all right it's a good uh I like I like sometimes I feel like he goes a little bit too extreme with like forcing the new names in the in the and the young players but it's uh you're not talking
1: about Robert Sanchez are you
0: well so we have no I mean I don't I don't really have an opinion on that either way he's a third goalkeeper but um so the new names are him Pedro Poro who I think deserves it pedri yeah who deserves it and Brian Hill who deserves it
1: Absolutely. Yes.
0: And now yeah, Mar- no, i yeah. go on, go on. Well, obviously just that Marcos Llorente, who got his first selection last time, not this time, and um is still in the squad. He should he should be a starter, I think, at this point. He's just been unbelievable. Um so it's a weird one because there's no real stars on this team. It's not like the generations have passed, but um but it's good. And Oyar Thabal. Ollar- has been uh, so good, and like he, he, I think he's starting to cement his place. But
1: oh, for sure, yeah, he's a starter. He's a starter.
0: Yeah,
1: um, he's a starter. Uh, you're asking for very good. So your star names, doing you see what? Got I it. There. I understand. Uh, I'm, I'm a little bit surprised about Thiago. I have to say, um, mm. Thiago, who has not been a regular starter for Liverpool, is not neither impressed. I would say in this time there, a little bit surprised, maybe. Sorry, injuries, injuries, but also m- perhaps maybe lack of of, of of knowledge of the English game, needing more time to adjust. It's getting an awful lot of bad press. I feel from colleagues um, or ex-colleagues, I should say, retired players and retired uh, uh, coaches. Uh, when I read articles about his name and you know the kind of press that's that that, that is being associated to him, it's not necessarily. Good. Um, so I was a little bit bu- a little bit surprised to see his name in there. Not that I don't rate Thiago, and certainly think that he's more at home in the uh, in the Spanish game, the Spanish national side, as opposed to um, a more physical league such as uh, uh, the Premier League. But uh, you know, we to just uh, expand on 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 what you said before about the surprises. You know, I thought that he would maybe have given room um, to. Yeah, to maybe a, a, another midfielder that would have pr- potentially stood out. Um, I mean, I'm putting myself on the spot now. I'm kind of going blank as to who could, I, I could see, you know, fill in Thiago's boots. Uh, but again, it was just a name that stood out to me that was a little bit surprising. Um, mm-hmm. I'm really happy for, honestly, Robert Sanchez was news to me, as in I, I didn't even know him. I, I didn't know of him. So, um, you're gonna have to excuse me uh, for that i was very happy to see pedro Porro. Uh, i haven't really followed him that much ever since he moved to portugal i felt that he was wrongly done by in his time with valladolid he's always a player that i rated particularly high uh, and i've always had a bias towards him because i got to see him uh, in a practice session with girona b when he was playing for girona b and i, I was sitting by the touchline and he was whizzing by me just just constantly and the man like the kid at that point but the guy had literally thighs of the size of tree trunks it was it was i was mesmerized by just how strong and fast this guy was Hmm. and it was girona b playing against uh, uh the south africa under 19s team and he was just going to town over and over again and uh, ever since then I was like man th- this guy is going places. He's, he's he's This guy's gonna be somebody he was just he was he was already owned excuse me by manchester city Then he was out on loan for girona girona b then obviously he broke into the girona first team then moved to valladolid uh, where he just completely vanished i haven't really followed him much uh, uh during his time with sporting but i guess i should have because he's been making waves there and I'm, I'm extremely happy to see his progress lead him to be called up with spanish national side because um you know anybody whose last name is porro which literally <laughs> translates as joint spliff is <laughs> he's you know i'm down with that dude and uh, i'm rooting for him
0: <laughs> so i have i have a couple more thoughts I, i'm piggybacking what you said about pedro poro i don't have a huge opinion on him and i haven't seen him play much but from what i understand he's played really well at sporting and i also understand he plays also good there in a very specific system um Mm. as a wing back there so i wonder how luis enrique will use him and maybe he doesn't even see the field who knows but um so you had you had mentioned um you had mentioned tiago and what uh you know I suppose does he deserve it or not? So I, my personal opinion of him, and I think you, we not
1: talk, so much does he deserve. Just I was surprised, Cam. I, sure, I don't want to sure. say that he doesn't deserve.
0: No, no, for sure. And look, we all know, like, kind of form with your club, and if you're playing or not, if you're healthy or not, that 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 does have an impact on the Spanish national team selection. I think that's part of the reason right. why Esco hasn't really been called up consistently is because he just hasn't been on the field for Real Madrid. So he yeah. does not going to yeah. get called up with Spain. That's part of it, anyway. Um, but I'm of the of the opinion of Tiago, and I, I think we talked about this a few months ago, and you actually from what I remember you pushed back. I'm not sure if you were in agreement with him, but I think he's actually Spain's best midfielder when healthy and clicking. Mm-hmm. From a mm. technical perspective, from like an experience composure standpoint, someone I really trust. Um but I but I think you have a valid point about like, you know, this specific circumstance and you were thinking of midfield names who weren't there. The main one, I think, is Mikel Merino, who hasn't been called up. Ah, oh,
1: Merino, one of my favorite. Yeah. Yes. Um, good one.
0: You could potentially... I mean, you could potentially start talking about players like Jean Jordan, who's had a really good season. Um, hmm. But, you know, yeah. So, um, the defense... The names in defense are interesting, too. Like, Pau Torres is injured. That's why he's not called up. But... I don't understand I've never understood the the infatuation with Diego Llorente for example I don't know mm-hmm. why he mm-hmm. like what does he I've never really liked his game at Real Sociedad um like somebody who hasn't been called up that could like as healthy as Hermoso I think I'd rather have Hermoso than Diego Llorente um let's Hermoso's see Hermoso's class yeah Hermoso's quality good. for sure good um Jesus Navas wasn't called up. Any opinions there? Neither was Adama Atraura, by the way.
1: Well, I mean, Navas is a regular. I, I don't know if, if maybe for these, this string of games, uh, given his age, he's asked to rest. Seeing as Sevilla also going through uh, you know, their decisive phase of the league. I don't know if that played any factor whatsoever. But, I mean, to, just to add on to the list of defense... Uh, defensive players you know mingueza man i, I think M- mingueza would have done uh, has done enough to, and he's a young player as well to maybe be tested uh for the spanish national side
0: i think he'll probably he i feel like mingueza's inevitable probably um mm, at some mm. point um, there was one more thing I wanted to talk about this with the Spain squad i don't remember what it was um,
1: Brangil A.K.A. the young Greif.: as he's <laughs> just known
0: that, as. Just that he deserves it. It'll be interesting to see yeah. once Ansu Fati comes back who will be dropped. Right. Because right now yeah. you have Ferran Torres, oyasabal Daniel Danny Olmo, Brian Hill, Murata. Probably, It'll probably be Brian Hill, to be honest. But uh, Yeah, but I think his future
1: good. also, yeah, yeah. Yeah. His future looks very bright. And the way, I don't know if you saw that video, Kian, where he received the news of, of him being called up. No. For the uh, this absoluta, uh, he's basically training. He's on the training grounds of A-bar, Um and one of the technical staff goes over to him and and tells him to him, and he actually breaks down to tears.
0: Awesome, he's a very yeah. likable kid. He
1: is, yeah, very much so.
0: <clears throat> so, um, yeah, I'm okay to wrap it up here because I gotta más, upload cabrón. this before next one. Vale. Yeah, uh, so we we'll back. Friday, over on Patreon.com slash Tactics. It was nice to have a non-Barcelona pod. Hey. Yeah, I know all our Barcelona fans would be upset about that, but, you know.
1: By the way, by the way,
0: mm-hmm.
1: I like that you put out a poll. Yeah. But you know that that poll should have been retweeted. And it that was. we're never going to get the right.
0: Was it? Yeah, it was retweeted by Managing. you.
1: Oh, Go shit. Check. Okay.
0: Yeah. What was the final tally? Uh,
1: all right. Well, here I'll tell you right now. The final tally, my friends, of the famous poll on who listens, what is the majority audience of Churros y Tácticas? Yeah. Is it Madridistas Is it Cules Is it other? Uh, the suspense is killing me. As is this scrolling down. Kian Sobani tweets. I
0: have it here ready. <laughs>
1: You got it. Okay, 59.3%
0: yeah. Maridista, 36.1% Kool Aid, and 4.6% Other. Closer than okay. you thought, right? So than I thought, for now sure. Now we got to retweet it from a Barca, maybe Barca Blaugrana's going to retweet it too. Can thing you work in excellent they, they, they connections would never... with them? <laughs> they love you there. <laughs>
1: yeah, exactly. I'm sure that they'd love to do me that favor. Um, no, but the thing is that that is fair. I, I felt it fair for you to retweet from the managing yeah, director and sure. your personal account because that's where the audience comes to listen to this pod. You know, I'm 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 minuscule compared to you two guys' accounts, so that's why obviously I retweeted it, but it's not going to have much of an impact. Whereas you 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 get the point. Well, did me. you retweet it? I, of course, I retweeted okay. it.
0: All right, we got to go. Thanks, Diego. All right, boys. See you Friday over on well, patreon.com. churros y See you
1: Friday. Hopefully, I can do the intro, and hopefully, Atalanta can kick out Madrid so we can all focus on La Liga.
0: All right. Good luck, man. All right. Take care. Thank you. Thank you.
1: Sports Social Podcast Network.